from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The Drive with Tim Donnelly here on 99.9 The Fan. That was a sprint. We, uh, we, <laughs> this, I can't sprint. I did you can't a, sprint I did right a now. brisk, uh, formerly torn hamstring walk. Uh, Dennis went second. All right, let me break this down real oh, yeah, quick we before got, we, we get into the starting five. Uh, we are live outside of PNC Arena for the opening night of uh, of the the Carolina Hurricanes season. They they will be hosting Ottawa, and uh, as part of the festivities here outside of PNC, there is an opportunity to make your own custom trading card, uh, like the the sports cards that you trade growing up. Right, everybody wanted the Ken Griffey rookie card. Uh, you can make your own hockey card essentially uh and of course me and dennis being two sports fans at heart saw that across the way here from our booth where we're doing our show and said we want that done and we're going to do it during a commercial break yeah uh we went over there and it's a little bit more of a a process than we originally anticipated uh so it took maybe a minute and a half longer than we were hoping it would yes and uh that minute and a half was kind of the difference between us having a nice leisurely walk back and running back and very grateful for the people that are alive we're like hey we totally get it you can uh, jump us in line. Very grateful for those folks. I, we did. I tried to let them all know what was going on. Uh, Jerry was the guy who we went in front of. I told him I'd give him a shout-out. Shout-out, Jerry. Uh, and also, we, we got a score prediction from another gentleman. He said 5-1, Canes win tonight. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like we've now paid our debts back for, for cutting people in line. And we can get into the starting five. So as And, and by the way, I'm excited to see the card. I guess we might have to go over there and, and get it. Yeah, that's uh, actually something I'm looking forward to seeing. <laughs> um, so uh, if you're out here at PNC Arena, you want your own card. It's available to you for free. It says get your free custom trading card right there. Uh, All you do is be here. There you go. Starting five starts with number five. It's interesting for for a a day, an opening day in professional sports, especially in some of the other sports. uh, You spend most of opening day talking about all of the new faces, talking about uh, this free agent addition, this trade acquisition, this draft pick that's being called up, all of these different things. Uh, for the Canes, it's like, well, we got we got three new faces and a, a kind of new face, right? Yeah. Orlov and Bunting, straight new faces, big-time acquisitions, brought in with roles solidified, Bunting up in the, the, the forwards, uh, Orlov with the defenseman. Um, then there's Brendan Lemieux, who – is is with the forwards third line kind of a borderline guy fourth line fourth, sorry fourth yeah, line fourth kind of a borderline guy in and out of the lineup depth forward kind of guy kind of like what Derek Stepan was a little bit last year in, in that regard and then uh, Tony D'Angelo will have a role back in the defenseman as well but he's also back with the cane so it's like yeah. new face old face uh, traded away traded him back this kind of thing expect to see him a lot on the power play by the way with Brent Burns on the first power play unit. there's Yes, I, I agree with that. Um, so with that, here's Rod Brendamore, the, the the coach, on how the lack of turnover on the roster is a, a benefit for this year's Canes. You know, it's we always say that you know every year. I'm like, I don't like a bunch of turnover. You don't want to have a bunch of new guys because it takes time, and, and it does. But you know, in the last three, four years, we've had seven or eight new guys every year, and we managed to do it. This year was great. We were able to, you know, keep the majority of our players, which was is hard to do in today's game, and added I thought you know some additions that are you know top-notch and, and great at what they do and so how that all fits that's what we'll see as we move along here but you know in theory it should make us a better team 
And and I'm actually going to look at it kind of from the reverse angle. All right. Uh, when you bring back so many, you get to spend so much of your offseason's resources on the few holes that you do have. Uh, <laughs> ready? I, if, if you listen to this show often enough, you know I am always good for a movie reference. Uh, Dennis, have you ever seen the movie The Guardian? It's uh, uh, Kevin Costner and, oh, yeah. and uh, Ast- Ashton Kutcher about uh, oh, yeah. Coast Guard rescue divers. Yes. One of the, the they're right there, the the swimmers that go out there and save people during boat wrecks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So one of the things they struggle with in this movie is when you come up to a you're a single swimmer and you come up to a boat with you know eight people in, in peril, who do you save first, right? And and that's a very deep emotional question, yeah. right? And the the old wizened veteran teaches the young rookie that you grab whoever you get first. And you swim back and you go back and you do it again until you can't do it, do it anymore, right? You try to take the decision-making out of it. I look at that as, as a much more heightened, amplified, deep, philosophical way of your roster, right? If you're, if you're a GM, if you are a, a coach, if you're a talent organizer within a, uh, an organization, you go into the offseason with eight positions that need to be fixed, that need to be improved upon to achieve your goals, you're going – well, which do we fix first? Well, you grab one, whichever one you can fix, and, and you go back to do the next and the next until eventually, you know, you saw three, you saw four of them, you have four more holes, you did what you could. The other side is, right, what if you, you swim up to the boat and you have uh, people in peril and there's only one? Well, you spend all of your time making sure that one is good and taken care of. You have two. All right, well, let's make sure they're comfortable and let's get it taken care of and, and brought forward, right, get, get them saved. The Canes went into the offseason – one or two holes so they got to say all right let's spend our free agent getting the the, the stud defenseman to, to boost our defense you know up to the level we want and let's go get the the sandpaper goal scorer up up front that we feel like we're missing and and they were able to do focus a lot more on orlov and bunting and that's who they chose and also something that when we talked to mike Miniscalco about this something an area to work on was the power play because it was weak at the end of the year last year Three of the four guys brought in, Bunting, Orlov, D'Angelo, all can pay, play on the power play as well. And and th- that's, yeah, that's the, the thing they had to fix, yeah. right? So it was like you, you added that top that top line, a little bit more grit. You also added a depth on defense and guys that can help on the power play. By the way, today's starting five is not a normal starting five. It's no. the it's the five biggest storylines for the Canes coming into the year. On opening night, what could it be other than that? So number five, the new faces, Bunting, Orlov, Lemieux, and kind of D'Angelo. He's back. I don't know if it's new, but he's, he's new from last year. Uh, that's number five. Let's get to number four. We are the four horsemen. Woo! Defensive depth. Oh. Jalen Chatfield, this, this is the way that I think – We've been talking about it all offseason. We've been talking about it all preseason. But I think the best way to articulate it is Jalen Chatfield is a top four defenseman on, I believe, most teams in the NHL. He's the seventh defenseman for the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. Right? And, and, and you know, he's when, when we're having these discussions, and we've had them all day today on whether the Canes are going to skate 11 forwards or 12 forwards, six defensemen or seven defensemen. Chatfield is the one that's on the chopping block for the for the defense. And I look around to some other teams in the NHL and say, I mean, he's a no-doubter on, on, on in the, the top four yeah. for a whole bunch of these other teams, which is a credit to what the Canes have built. That defensive depth is not common. It's not usual. And it's something that should be appreciated when you look at these Carolina Hurricanes. It gives you so much flexibility. 
Because if you have someone that's a little bit nicked up amongst like, your quote-unquote top six, you have someone that's a little bit banged up, they're kind of dealing with a little something, maybe they could play through it, but you know what? A day of rest, a game of rest could just get, you know pay dividends in the long term for them just to fully get healthy. You don't miss a beat. Heck, you could have three defensemen go down, like mm -hmm. knock on wood, God forbid, <laughs> that you have. Don't you put that energy I, into I, I, the I'm universe. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. If, if Orlov, D'Angelo, and Brett Pesci all went down. and you For a Jeff, week with, with broken nails. For, exactly, whatever it is. <laughs> like they, they miss, they like miss they time. Like they would miss with a broken nail. Exactly. But they miss time. You plug in Jalen Chatfield as that fourth defenseman, most teams would be freaking out. But it's like Kane's like, oh, our top four would be Burns, Slavin, and, and Shea and Chatfield. Like, pfft. Worked fine. And in the meantime, if they do decide, and this is kind of where I'm leaning with my expectation, if they do decide to go 11 forwards, 7 defensemen, uh, your penalty kill gets a boost, right? Then, then, yeah. you, then you have Jalen Chatfield out there uh, killing penalties and fresh legs while doing it is, is that's, that's again, something that you're excited to have out there. So, uh, uh, you know, the defensive depth is just, it's, it's a luxury, and it should be treated as such. It should be appreciated as such because it's it's not something that's going to come around often uh that's number four number three one two three andre svechnikov he is a wildly important person to this franchise which is why it makes a wildly high amount of sense that we will not see him tonight and we likely will not see him on the ice on the road trip for the next two weeks uh, coming back from an ACL. And, you know, it's funny because we, we talk with uh, Mike Maniscalco, who we brought up. We talk with Don Waddell, uh, the, Mike Maniscalco being the voice of the Canes, Don Waddell being the GM. We talk with Walt Ruff. And, and pretty much everyone to your face will say, uh, when Svechnikov skates, he looks like he's ready to play. Yeah. Right? He's out there. He's, he's participating, like, to the – human eye it appeal appears as if he is back from his from his acl injury but the training staff and we got this from don waddell the gm earlier the training staff has certain tests that he wants to pass before they give him the a-ok -okay to to get out there and play and um what was it what he say? he's within like five to six percent of where they yeah. want him to be and and you know my side of this is wait till he's at a hundred percent of what you want him to be and then make him do it again. Like, like, yeah. double check the, the the everything because he is that important to April rather than October. If if, if you know what I'm what I'm getting at. So you want to make sure that you have like the, the strength of the leg that's injured mm -hmm. compared to the strength of the leg that wasn't has to be within a certain percentage. Yep. That's that's what they're looking for because if you're too much, if if, if that one leg is too weak, you can, there's a chance of an injury to that leg. It may not be the ACL, but another injury to that leg. But also injuries that could pop up in different parts of your body because your body's trying to compensate for one leg being weaker than the other and, and that's and what you that's what you want to prevent this is a long-term thought here. exactly and and with somebody like Svech, the i don't want to say the only thinking you should be having is long-term thinking but kind of the only turn the only thinking you should have is long-term thinking thank you very much and we were just delivered our trading cards yes very well by a man you. that gave us the five, five one, one score. five one score prediction we'll see if he's right I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I, like, this is a side note here. We can get back to the Svech conversation. We can get back to the, the starting five. When, uh, when, when, I, when I was a, a kid, right, you play Little League, you play all the, the PAL sports, the Pop Warners, you get, you get to uh, 
right? You, you take the pictures and get to sign up. And there always was the option in, like, the deluxe edition to go get the, the trading cards made. Yeah. And, and I, I, I don't know, for probably the reason of I was a nine-year-old, why did I need uh, cards made of me? We never got them. Just had that, you know, whatever it is, 20-some-odd years later, just had that uh, – that dream realized by a, a card being made. Uh, again, if you, if you weren't listening a few minutes ago, here outside PNC Arena, where we are for the the opener uh, for the the Carolina Hurricanes, they have a couple of different boots. You can make a s'more over to our right, where from where we are. There's the the eye where you can buy all the gear over even further to our right. There's bounce houses. There's grills. There's also a section where you can get your own custom trading card, uh, which which. Of course, we couldn't resist doing so. Dennis and I just got our trading cards made, and they were just delivered. And I'm like a, a, a kid on uh, Christmas once again. Uh, I think we were pretty much done with the Svetch conversation, yeah. right? All right, Svetch is coming back from an ACL. He won't be playing today. Let's get to number two. This is a conversation that I think we deservedly should spend some time on here. Sebastian Ajo, does he take the next step? I'm looking at a Sebastian Ajo jersey on a fan right to our right. Uh, you're going to see a, a whole bunch of them. He is one of the faces of the franchise. There's one uh, uh, Ajo jersey to my left and an Ajo jersey in front of me. And Ajo, all right, I, I from right now within 20 feet of us, there's uh, no less than four Sebastian Ajo jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, will he take the next step from best player on the Carolina Hurricanes to up a tier ultra tier best players in the league and and i think that is one of the questions going into this year that might push them over the top as a team and uh i again go back to our conversation with don waddell the gm the i asked a similar question the first thing he said was he's not going to do it himself right part of it is who he is skating with right and and if you look at tonight the way i kind of expect it to break down uh Look to have him with uh, Michael Bunting on one side, Seth Jarvis on the other. I think that's a group that can help Sebastian Ajo elevate. We, we've talked about what Bunting brings to the team, some of that sandpaper, but what he also brings is is uh, kind of more action in front of the goal, uh, more attention when he's agitating, which is a word that gets brought up with with Bunting a lot. That's less attention on Ajo, and and you know less attention and more space is something that I think Ajo yeah, will yeah. will not turn down by any stretch of the imagination. Well, I think it's also going to help in terms of his overall point total this season, goals and assists combined. Is with a guy like Mike Bunting, who can finish around the net, I, who I think is going to be a 30-plus goal scorer this season. Having that certainly helps. So I think also having a breakout year from Seth Jarvis. If those three guys are playing together. Yes, it's definitely going to be a boost for him. But this is also, he's entering truly the prime of his uh-huh. career. It's 26, 25, 26. It's he a, is entering the prime of his it's career. It's a make a jump year yes. kind of in the timeline. Uh, but also, it, it's something that the Canes, despite all of their success, and let's be real, the last five years, there's been a ton of success. It's something that they haven't had. Dennis hit me with this stat earlier today uh, because we were talking with Maniscalco, voice of the Canes, uh, uh, Mike Maniscalco. And I asked him, are we looking at like a hundred points? Like, is the next level for Aho a 100-point season? And he said yes, but he also kind of added the, you know, he thinks what maybe Mike Maniscalco thinks what might be the next level for Aho would be a 40-goal season. Yeah. And and Dennis during one of the commercial breaks hits me with first time since Eric Stahl in what what was it? Oh, the 06 Cup 06 season. 
Uh, first time since Eric Stahl would they have a hundred goal for or hundred point forty goal scorer, mm -hmm. which you know I, I the Canes have a system that works right. It's, oh, yeah. it's tried and true, tested and proven, right? Give it time, just like Nova Kane always works. But I am interested to see what that system could do with kind of that elite individual production season that they haven't seen since Eric Stahl. Uh, you know, if Aho can be that guy, it's like, you know, wow, that system will, will go crazy. It's, you know, the same thing as a West Coast offense in the NFL is great. A West Coast offense with Joe Montana is even better. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's uh, gasoline to a fire. It's, it's a multiplication of sorts. So I look at it and I go, you know, this defense first, you're not going to be on the ice if you're not going to defend this, this, you know, everybody works hard system that Rod Brindamore has put in place is great. And it's, and it's brought all of this success, but I'm also kind of like, what if we threw Joe Montana in there, right? Like I'm almost kind of like, what if Aho becomes that, that, that next level of, of kind of, you know, more offensive, more attack production. Uh, what could that be? And I think he has the ability. He obviously has the the contract now to match, and everybody's going to be looking for him. He's got the new running mate on, on his line that that's for better or, or you know for lack of a better term, handpicked to bring out the best in in uh, Aho. I think it's a really interesting and really exciting year for for Aho in the development of you know the best player on the the Carolina Hurricanes. And by the way, I expect him to make that jump. If you listened to our show yesterday, we gave out our Canes Awards. He was my MVP, he was my top goal scorer, and he was my breakout player. Yeah. So so not only do I think it could be a breakout season for him, I think it will be a breakout season for him. That's that's what my prediction has been. Uh, and, and Dennis was optimistic, but maybe not as. He, he didn't give all of his awards to him. No, like I didn't give I did. all my awards to him. <laughs> I, my, my, my breakout award was Seth Jarvis this season. Yep. I think he's going to put up 60-plus points, just like I think Mike Bunting is going to put up 30-plus goals. I, and I said this yesterday when we had the same conversation. There's going to have to, uh, you know, the, the fan that went by and, and guessed 5-1. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of 5-1 uh, games to get to all the goals that we're predicting. And you all know the what? Points fine. That, all the points that we're That's predicting. That's fine. As, as good as this team is defensively, if they score three, they're going to win a heck of a lot more than they lose. Yeah. And, and that's – that's why I was saying five one six one because I don't see the, the the defense getting worse. No, I see it getting better. Yeah. Uh, so you know, with all these goals coming in, that's that's a, a nice little uh, mathematic equation. Uh, that's number two. Starting five biggest stories, biggest storylines of the Kane season. Let's get to number one. The one. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Canes are the Stanley Cup favorite. Yeah. And, and they're known as such. Right, I've, I've got buddies that are big NHL fans from around the country. And, uh, oh, there we are. Coach Pete, Capital Financial Advisory Group, showing up in a party shirt, getting ready for uh, the party that is opening night, walking by our booth. Uh, but going back to what I was saying, I have, I have friends that are NHL fans from all over the country. And yesterday we started the hey, happy opening day, right? And I was like, what do you guys talk about? Canes are tomorrow. Ha ha. Yeah. And their first response was uh, 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 taking pictures in the background. 
uh, their first response was Stanley Cup betting favorite Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. That's coming from they are a uh, Devils fan and I believe a Penguins fan were the okay. two that immediately responded with, oh, you're the betting favorites. So that, that's what you're known as. That's mm -hmm. what your reputation is coming into this year. I don't see how anything else could be the biggest storyline for the Canes. Well, it's interesting um, when – like a lot of like national like outlets like for example like ESPN or the Athletic or TSN things along those lines the Athletic with 97% certainty said the <laughs> Carolina Hurricanes would make the playoffs it's like oh wait a second hold on so one of y'all out there thinks that the Carolina Hurricanes won't even make the playoffs somebody and, out there thinks that and as pointed out by uh, by Paul RPD back at the station yeah it was 97% said that the Canes will make the playoffs but 100% did not have the Canes in their biggest disappointments. I'm like, okay. So, so whoever didn't have them in the postseason also doesn't think it would be a big disappointment if they were not in the postseason, which is is like stabbed with a knife, twist the knife style of, of uh, adding insult to injury. Well, this also kind of ties in the whole the, the narrative and the conversation about how national media, the national perception of this franchise and this team, Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people think that, oh, like, oh, you guys made it to the Eastern Conference Finals? Oh, good. Good for you. You guys did so well. It's like, no. This and is the only franchise in the last five postseasons to have won in each of the last five postseasons. The only one. And actually, I should I should go back and uh, make sure I give full context on the, the conversation with my buddies. Saying betting favorite, you know, Stanley Cup champion betting favorite Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. I don't necessarily think, and, and if you know these the, the, the guys, I think you'd back me up. I don't necessarily think they were saying they agree, right? It was almost like, ooh, big Stanley Cup betting favorite mm -hmm. Carolina Hurricanes, almost as if, like, oh, you're pretty high on yourselves down there, aren't you? Not saying, like, oh, this is a formidable, like we're actually afraid of the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, it's, again, it's the, the, the how this team is perceived because mm -hmm. they don't have they don't have that big-time, quote-unquote, superstar. They don't have a Crosby or an Ovechkin or, or – or, uh, even a guy like uh, Connor, obviously no Connor McDavid, but or Austin Matthews, they don't have one of those quote unquote top tier upper echelon type guys, mm -hmm. right? They don't have that on their roster, so a lot of people don't really think of them that much. Think as as highly They're like, oh, well, you guys don't have that big superstar, right? So you have to you have yeah. to actually look at the team. To you see have, what you have to like to look at the team. Like, <laughs> oh wait, the team plays really well. And I'll ask that Penguins fan of yours, that's a friend of mm -hmm. yours, like, hey, what were y'all doing last postseason? Oh wait, you didn't. Yeah. Hey, how about that New Jersey Devil? Hey, how that 4-1 butt whooping take place for you guys last season? To give even more context to the group chat, very little logic in this friend's group chat. <laughs> I don't care. It is a true It is a true fan's – no, it, they, they would they would fire back. It is just I'm, – I'm saying it's it's yeah. a true fan's, fan's group chat. I'm just saying that, you know, even they were bringing up that the, the betting favorite is what everyone else is thinking about the Canes. That's kind yeah. of where they are. And, and you know, appropriately – uh, you know, I think it's an earned title, but it is kind of a heavy lays the, lays the crown, right? You are the betting favorite to win the Stanley Cup. You're not sneaking up on anybody. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're not going to be getting anybody's B game. You're getting their A-plus game every single night. And I think from, like, a fan standpoint, because we don't get the respect as a hockey market, we don't, let's be real, we take on this us-against-the-whole-world <laughs> type mentality. We really do. I, and it's like, you know I, what? Rightfully so. Fine. Bring it. We'll throw it right back at you. Rightfully so.